to Coop with McCarthy in support on the inside. He takes the reverse pass and dashes 20 yards to touch down between the posts. Radio. My name is Grant Chapel. I'm joined by former Rabbitoh, Darren Brown. Mate, what's Tom Brown? Yeah, g'day chaps and g'day to all the listeners out there. A little bit better mood this week. Uh, we come off a, a great win. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good win up in the bush, mate. It's always great to take football up to the bush. Me and Brownie didn't go. We were both working Friday, but uh, able to watch it, watch it on TV like, like probably most of the people. And I thought we were pretty good. Three quarters of that game we were, we were pretty good. Yeah, it was just that period after halftime, wasn't it, chaps? And we'll talk about it a little bit later. But yeah, that 20 minutes after the break where we sort of didn't come out of the sheds and the Tigers were full of running and they scared us a little bit. Yeah, used a bit of footwork down the middle, a bit of nous and uh, from Happy and I think Alex Toll sort of troubled us a little bit there with, with his footwork. A bloke who, he's played over 100 NRL games and scored his first try a couple of weeks. He's got his confidence up, Twally, but... Anyway. Well, some, someone else scored their first try this weekend, Pat Carrigan. Pat Carrigan. He scored his first try. I don't know how many games he's played, but he's been playing for oh, a couple yeah. of seasons as well. Yeah, yeah. I was, geez, was going to throw him in my try scores, but it wasn't, wasn't a boo. Come up with another duck egg again would be same game multi, but I think I guess that's that's gambling, isn't it, mate? Um, look, a couple of topical things on the weekend. The RLPA covering up the NRL badge. Um, it's just, uh, look, a few people up in arms about it but it's it's worked because it's got people talking people talking on social media i um, mean the newspapers um the mainstream media at the end of the day that's that's what a protest is all about is trying to get people to do, to talk about it i still like to see a little bit more from um the leaders in the rlpa and explain it a little bit more from what i understand uh one of them is just trying to raise that minimum wage i think it's only ten thousand dollars from 120 to 130 Apparently they all agreed on it, but when they threw the email back out to the players association, um, they said 120. But mm. so they've already reneged on a couple of things. I think the players just want to have a little bit more transparency about around um, the actual income, uh, where where the where the funds are going from the um, from the media and stuff like that. They also reckon they got um, they got about 20% unders from the media from the media deals and stuff like that. So they'd like to at least have a say in where the funds have been trans, um, transmitted to, you know? Yeah, well, it's all part of the, the negotiation process, isn't it, chaps? But uh, from my point of view, it's been going on too long. I think we need to get a deal done as quick as we can, get some mediators in there um, and sort this, you know, sort this issue out because it's not good for the game, um, it's not good for the fans and especially covering that logo on their jumper. It's uh, yeah, it's something that we've got to get sorted ASAP. It's a strange look, but yeah, I mean, they they, they got independent auditor in, the RLPA, and there's $28 million in funds undisclosed. They can't, um, they can't um, seem to account for that, but let's hope they can cooler heads prevail before, because these situations can get ugly. 
I know in Major League Baseball they had a, a six-month strike, mm. walked off the job. Uh, we don't want to see anything like that. Well, the basketballers did it a couple of years ago as well, didn't they? Yep. They, they had a lockout, and I was actually at the, the game at Madison Square Garden when they came back, the first game after the lockout. I there was there. Granny gets around, eh? Get around. Jesus. We'll have to take you... Take me with you next time. Um, anyway, yeah, no, so look, let's hopefully they can uh, get something to happen and, and move on there. But the um, South Eastern Sportsman's Lunch that we um, had a chat about was a rousing success from all reports. Yeah, some great uh, guest speakers there, Brian Fletcher and MG, whenever they're oh, in the room. It's good. always going to be a great day. And a congratulations to Connor Higgins, who was awarded life membership of the South yeah. Eastern Seagulls. Done plenty for the club. Still playing A-grade. He's still so. playing. Um, he's, he was coach of the A-grade uh, for a couple of years there. And, uh, yeah, congratulations on Connor. He's a big fan of the show and a mad, passionate South Sydney man. Former Southford Reds, one of your, one of your models. Yeah, he certainly Great. did. He went over there and spent a bit of time over in the, the English smart, Super League. Smart forward. Just, a, you know, plays 5'8", lock. Uh, can ball play, can jump in the centres, back row, whatever you want. Um, and, the, and the best thing about him, he's a top bloke and he's an ultimate club man and he's been very loyal to the South Eastern Seagulls and well done to them. Yeah, congratulations to everyone involved. And next week we've got uh, semi-finals coming up, I believe, Brownie, and some other age groups. Yeah, for the A grade and the Mod League, they all start next week. And a big shout-out to the Matraville A grade who we've got a great relationship with, Adam Madison uh, and Wilksy down there at Maddo. They'll be looking to go back-to-back in the A-grade grand finals. And, uh, yeah, for the rest of the mod leagues, wish them all the best. But congratulations to all the mini-league grand finals win winners over the weekend. Now, I believe Sato's boy played in the grand final. Lacey, yeah, they uh, they had a win in the under-8s, the under eight Southeastern Whites, I think it was. And, and they were all pretty chuffed, I think. They got the... Do a little bit of training at the Heffron High Performance Centre. I've seen that. Leading up to that as a bit of a treat yeah. in grand final week. So. And there was a great picture on social media. I don't know where it was. I've seen it uh, on social media of Sutter giving his young bloke a little pep talk before the game down there at Redfern Oval. So no better person to get a few wise words off than the great man himself, John Sutton. About the 336th game, mate. One club player. Still still involved in the coaching staff and doing a good job, as I believe. Um, we might get straight on to this recap where we beat the West Tigers 32 points to 18. Um, look, it was a it was a hat-trick from, from the freak, Alex Johnson, and uh, a couple other blokes chiming in as well. But I thought, I thought it was a just a nice get-back-on-the-horse performance, so to speak. Well, it was. In the first half, it looked like it was going to be... Uh, one-way traffic, chaps, but like we just spoke about at the start of the show, the Tigers came out of the sheds in the second half full of running and they give us a bit of a scare. But we we never looked in doubt. It's just in that 20-minute period, we had no field position. Once we got field position in that second half, we went down there and scored a couple of tries ourselves. Yeah, we started off with... Um, there was a bit of a bit of sting in the, um, in the kickoffs. We were kicking off, getting down there. They were kicking to that right edge. It was Campbell Graham and... Keon Kalamatungi just really lay on the leather, just giving it to him early off the, off those tackle one and two. Well, I, I thought our kickoff, our first kickoff was uh, instrumental in, in our first ten minute start. You know, I uh, I put a lot of emphasis on kickoffs. I think you you got to get them deep into the 
um, just into the uh, dead ball area, and that's exactly what Latrell Mitchell did. He it landed two metres from the dead ball line. I did, 100%. Um, and Clemmer charged onto it, but he was met in some forceful defence from Keon and Campbell Graham, nearly drove him back into the in goal, and uh, we might have had a repeat set. But Stopped, that, them, stopped them a metre out, Brownie. Yeah, and that set it up, the set up uh, for the rest of the set. Yeah, and the Tigers sort of... Got themselves in a, a little bit of field position uh, in their second opportunity with the football. Well, that was, yeah, well, that's right. That was on the back of a charge down, chaps. Mm. We, we had a great first set and we had an unlucky charge down, and then obviously um, they had another opportunity to attack. And it was Lukey Brooks who, who just got a bit of a, a bit of a floater out the back off a, off a black a backline move, but I think it was the, the Pommy International um, who had to turn his back and, and throw it. And, and what it did was, um, so he sort of just threw it behind him and threw it without looking and Alex Johnson just picked his pocket and there was only going to be one result from there. I don't care who is on the opposition team. No, well, that's right. He outrun. I think there was a fullback there. And But I want to give credit here to Cody Walker who he rushed Luke Brooks into forcing the pass straight away. Uh, if Cody didn't rush up, Brooks might have took a couple of steps, but he forced him into passing the ball and uh, put that a little bit of pressure on Bateman who turned... He's back on the on the uh, defence and pass without looking, and obviously AJ scooped it up and uh, run about 80 metres. Yep, he certainly did. And look, we we're, were on top a fair bit then. We we actually bombed a couple of tries there, to be honest. I think we threw a pass over the sideline, but then it was the Tigers um, getting themselves on the score sheet for a, a real, I'm not going to say a lucky try because you know you, you've got to have um, tries off kicks. Um, can be planned, but it ended up being a ricochet kick and ended up being a try to, to Appy. Well, yeah, that's right, chaps. And it was, like you said, it was on the last tackle. It was a nice little grubber there from Luke Brooks who aimed it at the post, but it ricocheted off camera Murray. And then obviously Cody fumbled. Now, um, Cody probably liked to take that, you know, that five-minute period back. He came up with a couple of errors. He threw a pass over the sideline. He threw a forward pass to Jacob Host, which I thought was okay looking at it from sitting at home. Mm. Um, and then obviously that fumble. But the good thing about Cody, he doesn't let them errors worry him. He comes out and he sets up a couple of tries later in the match. But yeah, it was just unfortunate try. And it was the only try they scored in the first half. Yeah, we. Uh, <clears throat> it was just I mean, one of those things. Cody went down low. It was a ricochet off um, Cam Murray's um, left foot and it was just that's the way it goes and then it was Cam Murray a little bit later on with a really late offload to the Latrell Mitchell which I love seeing him sniffing around the ruck um, and he had a dominant play the ball it was Lockyer who dummied inside and had some shape out to, to Cody and it was a really beautiful face ball to Tane Milne who oh, he's, been, he's had a good fortnight Tane Milne I reckon yeah. I know he shoots in and all that sort of stuff and did a little bit in the second half but then it was just a massive Beautiful spread. All the all the big key names involved. Your Lockies, your Cody's, um, your Latrells, and and it went out to AJ, and he did a round the corner pass to Tassie backing up. Yeah, and a couple of players here were involved a couple of times in this play, and uh, once Tane Milne made that little break down the right. Well, this was last tackle too, chap. So they opted to run it on the last, uh, where they threw three long passes to a short ball from Cody to Latrell, and then obviously uh, Latrell throws that overhead pass. On to um, AJ, and he obviously uh, passed back inside to Isaiah Tass. But yeah, that was uh, it was a great setup there from Tane Milne. But it was but great. He, he, he could have could have bombed it there, Tane Milne, by trying to push the pass. But he decided to dive with the football. Um, 
focusing on getting up and playing the ball. He knows if, if you get the ball in our playmaker's hands, points will happen, and that's exactly what happened with a, a beautiful um, big left-side shift. But Latrell didn't have the radar on early. He was sort of... He was swinging them around like, like a golfer or something. Some, he had out-swingers, out in-swingers, fades, <laughs> slices. And then uh, then we started to hit the gas on these little short-side raids. I think it was Cody and Latrell. Latrell knocked people all out the way. They... They went right for a settler to Tommy, and then when they went straight back down the left-hand passage again, and 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 it was uh, it was all she wrote. It was on again. Well, there's no team like the Rabbitohs chaps that works the short sides um, better better than us. And once again, Cody heavily involved, Latrell, Cookie, um, and AJ and Isaiah Tass again. They're coming up with some great combinations these two. And like I just said before. Uh, I think we worked the short sides better than any team in the NRL. Well, it was it was AJ setting up Tass this time. It was Tassie setting up AJ, but it was a bit more a bit of brute strength. He um, he, he knocked a, a bloke out the way, beat another, and was mm. able to just unselfishly hand it straight to AJ, mm. who who doesn't mess up from there. And, and once again, it was just a nice cutout. Look, he, he was able to just get rid of um, stains, I think, and he's coming back from a long long injury. And look. You can't you can't give Alex Johnson space like that. Well, once again, it was a great pass selection from Cody Walker. He could have easily gave it to Luttrell, who attracted attention uh, from a couple of the Tigers defenders, which gave a little bit of space there to Isaiah Tass. And he, he was a one-on-one with the Tigers defender, pushed him off, and then obviously got the offload to AJ. But once again, Cody Walker, just magical in his pass selection. It certainly was, mate. And then and then it was a, another another try on the last tackle. They all rushed up on Lockie. Um, he was able to get the ball on the foot, absorb the contact. Keon was nice up and flat. Was able to time that bounce and, and put it down. And it was just a, it was beautiful to see, mate. Lockie did really well. It was great. Lockie threaded the ball straight between the defenders. And it was great from Keon to work his way through the defenders as well because there was a couple of defenders there in the way. I think Luke's, Luke Brooks was one of them. And, uh, yeah, Keon's good at that. He... He's good at pushing up on the ball, and uh, yeah, it was a great little try there from Keon Kalamatangi, but great lead-up work from Lockie. Yeah, that made it 20-6 to six at half-time, and uh, the boys almost opened him up again. With um, It was good to see Lockie running the ball. I think he got, got it nice and early, stepped off his right foot, beat Appy Coruscant. He went to look for support, and Appy come again, or the, mm. the champion footballer of the years. Appy was able to punch the ball out of Lockie's grasp. Yeah, well, Lockie came up with a couple of big plays um, in the match and came up with errors after it. So, it, you know, it's a bit unfortunate for Lockie because he did well. He, he created space and he took the line on a couple of times with no success. But this time he had a little bit of luck and I believe that's what he's got to do more of. Yeah, for sure. Um, Lockie, we'll, get, we'll have a chat about Lockie later. But, yeah, it was, it was nearly on again. Tassie had him at sixes and sevens right before half time, but couldn't get the ball over to AJ, who mm. could have had a first half hat trick, yeah. AJ. But uh, the Tigers were able to just scramble up and, uh, and and stop that raid. And then there was another one where, um, I think it was Cody Walker, passed the ball underneath to AJ, and and it was it was a weird play. It was Latrell had to run back to his own end goal to catch the ball, and yep. then he threw a twenty-five meter bullet pass, and and it come back to Tom, and he, he done a little settler, and and Latrell just missed a thirty-five meter field goal. Yeah. We could have went into the half at uh, twenty-one points to six, Brown. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what it nearly was, chaps. But twenty-six points, uh, twenty points to six lead at halftime, only a sixty cent, sixty-six percent completion rate. So our errors were. 
uh, creeping up in the game. And 16 mixed, missed tackles, which was really positive. We turned the Tigers away on a couple of occasions down on, on when they were attacking. And defensively, I thought we were really strong. But after half-time, didn't have a lot of ball in that first 20 minutes after half-time. But I think Cam and Jai were off majority of that period, maybe a good 15 minutes. And the Tigers were able to do their own little left-side raid. Now, there seemed to be a lot of points up that up that, that same end of the field in this game. Mm. There was only three tries up one end and all the other tries were scored up the other. But, yeah, it was a nice little uh, raid from the Tigers where they were able to expose us for the numbers. I think Luke Brooks did a little round-the-corner pass to to Jareem Buller, and it went back to Appy. All those really big names in the Tigers squad. He was able to kick it, and Latrell knocked him over, and Papa Lee come through the the uh, the new signing for the Tigers, um, coming from the Parramatta side, and, mate, they're, up, they're away then. Yeah, Appy heavily involved in that uh, try, but it was great lead-up work from Alex Twile, uh, who we spoke about earlier, and he created half a chance and half a little gap that he run through, and... And like you said, chaps, they attacked down the same short side that we had a lot of success in the first half, and they came up with that try. Yep. And um, and then we ended up having a it was a, a big shoulder charge. Davy on Sean Bloor, the the big the young um, the young bulls come together, and, and it was a bit chirpy too. Mm, there was a bit of uh, verbal like I felt, there. I felt sorry for him a little bit, but um, just because he had to go off for a yeah. head injury assessment and. and and Davey was put on a port and stayed on the field. So it was a little bit, yeah. I don't know, if that was shoe was on the other foot, we'd be dirty about that. But it was uh, it was funny, Davey had, was on the verbal too. Yeah. Um, they, they were exchanging um, some some unpleasantries. And uh, anyway, the Tigers were still able to just cut us open on that right-hand side. Well, they were full of running, weren't they, chaps? And we were dropping off tackles left, right and centre. And um, we had no answer for them. And it, was a, it ended up being a big try-saver by Luttrell. Um around the legs and almost threw him in a touch. They threw it back on the inside and Appy just got down and knocked the ball on. Otherwise, it was another try. Mm. To I think it was Papa Lee again. Well, that was two big moments from Latrell in back-to-back sets because the set before, he came up with that big run off the uh, off the kick where he regathered it in goal and made about 20 or 30 metres upfield, pushed off a couple of players. And then a couple of minutes later, he'd come up with that grass, uh, grassing tackle on the Tigers' attacker. And uh, I don't know, who was that? Who did he make that tackle on, Chaps? Um, yeah, the I, winger. Yeah, was it Charlie Staines? I think he got. Yeah. But and then there was another period where Lockie come from the clouds for another try saver. Where um, I think it was Stanford Toto made a really big um, sixty seventy meter run down the field, kicked it through to the inside, and and uh, Appy unfortunately again Lockie come up with a beautiful play, but come up with an error off a, off an Appy shot, almost a shoulder charge. Um, Appy shot too. It was a real he really. Really hit him with everything, including the kitchen sink in that in that shot. Mm. Yeah, we're just scrambling, chaps, and we had, like I said, we had no answer for him, and um, we were really on on the back foot, and it was only a, a run from Keon that got us out of trouble. This is a big shot from Happy, um, but yeah, look, it, it, Lockie's just he ran back just in case, come from nowhere from his own side of the field, one of the only boys coming from that side, and last week he did the same thing. He made a tackle on um, um, a player on his right-hand side of the field, and it was that try from um, former Rabbitohs legend um, Adam Reynolds when he scored. He mm. almost come from the other side of the field and poked the ball out of yeah. Adam Reynolds then. And we spoke about that last week on the show. Yeah, 100%. He just he just keeps keeps turning up, and, and he's an effort he's player. He's a big effort player, that's right. So they were they were right back into the contest. Um, had us, it, was, it was only going to be a matter of time, and off that ensuing set of six, it was... It was Look, 
by all admissions, it was a pretty soft try, Brownie. Yeah, to, uh, well, to a couple, yeah, a couple of missed tackles that the boys won't be happy with, and uh, it was pretty basic. It was just a. Just uh, got, I think uh, it was Hosty got off his line and just didn't. He, I think he planted his feet too early and. It's just uh, a bit of uh, footwork at the line from the uh, Tigers player and uh, pole, I think it was, and uh, yeah, he came up with that try. He was able to boot um, Big Davey Mawale and, and Hosty on his way to line, unfortunately, and. And they kicked the goal, obviously, because it was right next to the post. It was 20 to 18, and you thought, oh, what's going on here? Mm. It was the only real good period they had on us, the Tigers. But South were able to knuckle down and um, put on a really, a really professional last 20 minutes where we really dominated. It all started. The turning point was probably the key on break where he was able to get rid of um, Lukey Brooks and, and rumble downfield and didn't try and do too much with it. Was able to take the tackle from Jareen Buller and... And the boys started to build some pressure through. A nice kick from Cody Walker on tackle three. Kicked it in behind. And I want to give a rap to Jed Cartwright. I thought he, he kicked Chase a couple of times late in that game where he just... He, I, I didn't even see him run that fast in first grade. He really put the pressure on him. Mm. We were able to get, I think it was three forced dropouts from the Tigers. And in the end, it was just a beautiful South Sydney classic try. A two-on-one. Tassie again mm. delivering a nice pass for his mate, AJ, in the corner. Yeah, Untouched. exactly, chaps. Untreated. And uh, it's, it was just pretty to watch. It was like they were going through a training run. But all the all the work was uh, done before this with them repeat sets and being patient with the ball. Um, and AJ ends up scoring his third try and his 51st hat-trick, chaps. He is now the all-time leader of scoring hat-tricks. Yeah, he's just going to keep knocking records down, AJ. Um, look, it was David Nofaluma to come in and to try and try and force um, an error from from Tassie, and it was just uh, it, you can't be doing that on a bloke like. It was great. It was great. It was great work by Isaiah Tass too. The catch and pass um, off the uh, off Cody's pass. It was just oh, it was Taffy's pass. I mean, yeah, it was. Um, I think we had a couple of dropouts. One of them was two of them from Cody Walker kicks. Uh, and pressure again from Jed Cartwright. One was from a nice little one from Cookie. But there was another one where they they actually dropped out and knocked the ball back in the, their own in gold and shepherd, shepherd Cookie again. I thought, I, I, thought thought there, I, I thought there could have been a, a case for at least a penalty. Well, he he touched him. He, he, he laid he was, a hand. He was leaning on him. He laid a hand on him and restricted here, him from getting the ball. And I thought the same, chaps. I thought that was dead set gonna, going to be a, a penalty try. Off for that situation, and uh, yeah, I thought the referee got it wrong, or the bunker got it wrong then. Now, late in the game, um, the Tigers put through a nice little, and had a nice little raid through Charlie Staines. He's kicked it. I think he got a bit kick-happy there, and um, Latrell came through galloping onto it, knocking a f- few blokes away. And most people that get dragged over the sideline in that oh, position, there's the three boost. big Tigers blokes there. How strong is and he? Latrell just shakes them off, and uh, they couldn't, couldn't do anything with him. And then it was a couple of plays later... Um, I think big big Tommy had a nice nice hit up and and landed on his front as he does Tommy. He's like a bowling ball. He always rolls forward, and they were able to get it to to Lockie again, who just dug nice in deep little face ball there. And Cam Murray bust through a few tackles, dummies to Cody Walker, and 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 puts that one down under the post. I don't know if Cody was too happy with that dummy. No, I, <laughs> I don't think he would have been as well. But lucky Cam scored that. Uh, Otherwise, I'm sure uh, Cody would have given it to his skipper there. But, yeah, great great lead-up work. Like you said, chaps, from uh, Tommy Burgess. He laid the platform. And then Lockie digging into the line, which he does well every week. And it was sort of like a little bit of an outball. 
Cam sort of like started on the inside shoulder, run on the outside shoulder. It was Bateman. Through. He was able to isolate that Bateman, get on the outside of um, Johnny Bateman, who he's on big coin Bateman. I don't know if I'd be too happy if I was a Tigers fan. He, he seems to come up with a lot of a lot of errors and, 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 and ill discipline. Yeah, well, he's, he's a fiery little pommy, isn't he? He's yeah. very, but he's a good player though. He's yeah, very he's, skillful. He's hard to handle. He's not very big, but he's very hard to handle. And uh, Latrell converts a goal with all the Tamworth crowd gene him up. He was gene the crowd up. He was raising his arms and uh, getting involved with uh, all the supporters there. Full of South Sydney supporters up there. Yeah, it was it was good to good to have him back. Um, Latrell, wasn't it? I mean, I'm not saying he did anything amazing. His stats probably don't stand out oh, too much. It. But but the way he attacks the football, mm. and you can't put a shot on Latrell. No, it's just his presence too, chaps, that have been there. And like you said, you can't put a shot on him. he come up with some really big moments there. Um, you know, he loves the big moments. And I thought I thought he was really good, Latrell, in his comeback game. And, he, and the positive thing, he's only going to get better over the next couple of weeks leading into the semifinals. Yeah, it was uh, look. It's just it's just good to have a superstar like that back back in your lineup. Um, you're able to use him as a decoy in some plays. I think one of the, uh, Alex Johnson's second try, they were able to cut him out, and he attracted two defenders, which which put Task one on one. That's right. Was able to uh, knock a bloke over, and that's that's the sort of stuff you do. And and speaking of them two chaps, AJ three tries, a try assist, 136 meters, and Isaiah Task two try assist, one try, and 11 tackles. Them left hand. Side winger centre combination um, is outstanding, and they're coming up with some points week in week out. Yeah, no, I was really impressive, Tassie. There was a shot he put on. Um, I think it was Dane Laurie in the second half. He an absolute legal bone, absolute bone rattler. I think done something. He actually buckled his knee on mm. um, Dane Laurie. That's how yeah. hard he hit him, and he stayed on bravely. Um, Dane Laurie, but succumbed to the injury. T- Tassie's putting on some big shots. Well, similar to the week before, and Ezra Mann mm. come up with a big shot. It was just about same position in the field, a similar type tackle. He wedged in on him and came up with a great contact. And, uh, yeah, that's been a positive part of his game over the last couple of weeks as I tassed his defence. I thought Jai Arrow was great in the middle, chaps. I don't think you're going to move him uh, from the middle with his, the game he had on the weekend. Yeah, I love Jai. love Jai playing front row. Um, look, he had he had the most post contact meters for the bunnies in the forward fifty, post contact meters the way he backs into the defense and keeps rolling, pumping the legs. Um, he revs them up. Look, I don't know what they're going to do. They, I I can't have Jai and Cam off at the same time. There was that little period in the second mm-hmm. half. They're going to have to try and find a way to um, combat that as best they can. You know, they're too they're too important them yeah. two blokes down the guts, and we need we need we need them. Um, um, come September, don't worry about that. Uh, we're talking to Cam, he had another big game and he does this week in, week out. 151 metres, 34 tackles, only one missed tackle, chaps. He's outstanding, he's a great leader, he's inspira- inspirational. Topped it off with a nice try too. Yeah, and that's right, he, and he's a try scorer. But he, he also sets them up. He he was that played that link man in AJ's third try to get the ball out to Cody and that's that's what he does. He has a hand in, in, in a, a lot of tries in our team. I thought Lockie was good, decided to run the ball a little bit today. 97 run metres. Um, I think he had 21 tackles uh, for a half. They do target him a lot. I think Papa Lee, there was one particular play where Luke Brooks dug right into the line, hit um, Papa Lee flat, and Lockie absolutely hammered him. And a lot of them tackles, chaps, are, are two and three tackles in a row as well. Mm. Like they'll, they'll target him. But then he'll work from marker and make another tackle. So 
His work rate in defence is unbelievable. What, for a, what about his kick seven. where he split winger and fullback from inside our own 20 and end up in the end goal? Yeah. That might, have been, that might be the best kick of his career. Oh, he's got to do more of it. We want to see some more of that, Lockie. Uh, That's that, right. That was, um, that was brilliant. I thought he was, yeah, I thought he, had, he was really solid. I he, thought he was, he was a solid game. mate. Uh, I know Coach J. in the press conference after it was a bit dirty about an article put out there by by um, some of the journos from Fox Sports. Mm. Um, he was uh, up there defending his players. Just yeah, good on him. Yeah, good on him, mate. You got, you got to. And, and that's what these reporters do. They, if they can't get the story, they'll just write one. And that's what JD was talking about. There was no reason why JD was going to leave him out of the team, and and there was there was rumours that he wasn't going to be picked if Latrell didn't play. So he said, "If you need to know, just ring me." That's there you right. Go. I'm not sure what his number is, but anyway, there you go. Um, look, Harme Sello, 22 minutes, Brownie. Yeah, didn't started. Re- I'm not sure what happened there. No, nah, yeah, unaware we'll find out with what's they... happened with Harme. He didn't come back on for a second stint, whether he was injured or, once again, the game was just going that way that he couldn't get him back onto the field. I know he had to get Jai back on as quick as he could uh, because we had no answers for the Tigers in them first period of the second half and I think when Jai and Cam came back on they steadied the ship like you said chaps we don't want to um, have him out Harmer he's very important um, he's just signed a, a three year deal with the Dragons yep. so well done good luck to Harmer he's given us great service oh definitely we sort of got him in a bit of a, a mixed period of his career where we might have got him pretty cheap and um, he's so. had a few injuries over the past couple of years uh, but the games that he's played he's, he's been sensational he's got great footwork at the line he's got a quick play the ball he's got a bit of an offload in him as well and I believe the Dragons have got a good buy there yeah especially with Junior Junior's entitled being out for another couple of weeks he had that um, slight neck injury good defender too he picks them up and drives them yeah he's he's really built low to the ground and he's pretty agile um, a lot of his weight is from the hips down, a bit like uh, a bit like a smaller version of Junior. So, yeah, Junior looks like he won't be back till maybe the finals. But looks like he's had a bit of a, a dish shaved or something like that. Mm. So he's going to be he's going to be a big loss, Junior. Yeah, no, he will be. He's, he's a big part of the team. Uh, current George Pickens medalist, and uh, you don't get them awards without being great week in week out. And he's been very durable over the last couple of years, but uh, obviously injured now. Uh, but we'll welcome him back uh, the couple of games before the semi-finals. But chaps, where does that leave us on the table now? Um, yeah, we're back into the top eight, mate. I think um, look, uh, what didn't didn't hurt the Cowboys getting beat. We're, we've jumped up to sixth position. We're recording at about six thirty um, p.m. on Sunday night after all the round games are finished. A bit of an upset there. The Titans have. Um, come over the top with a bit of boil over and, and the Cowboys have been beaten, which is a real surprise to me mm. considering the, the Titans did not have Tino Fasua Moa Ali. Now we're only, if you have a look at the team above us, the team we're hunting is obviously... The Storm. The Storm and the Warriors. Yep. They're on 12 wins. We're on 11 with the Raiders and the Cowboys. So we're looking to try and just continue to, to, to plough our way. Obviously we've got to fly over to Western Australia a good five and a half hour flight there three and a half back I think they're leaving uh, tomorrow chaps they're going to leave early yeah yep. they might do some uh, do some, uh, some that's why they came straight home after the Tamworth game <clears throat> they got on a flight straight after the game got out of there they knew I had to get back a couple of days of recovery and then obviously they'll fly to Perth tomorrow 
um, get over there. I'll do some clinics over there with the kids and stuff. Yeah, they'll, they'll the game for sure. Do a lot with the fans over there. We've got a big fan base over there in Perth. Uh, it's going to be a hard game against the Sharks, 7.35 p.m. But like you said, chaps, we're chasing down that top four spot. And all we've got to worry about is our own performances. We've just got to keep winning, and the other results will take care of themselves. If we can win every game from now till the semifinals, I think we'll end up in the top four. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, we've just got to win. It doesn't, yep. doesn't matter how we do it. I don't care if it's a one-point win or, yep. or, or, or a big win. We've just got to continue to keep racking up the two points because we we well, we only won a couple of games out of eight um, coming into this, so we need to string a few wins together. You've got teams like the Raiders and the Sharks. Got the wobbly boot on at the moment. Um, and you've got the team like the Knights who are really been impressive the last couple of weeks. And we've got to come up against the Knights in a couple of weeks. So a couple of the teams that we are playing... Oh, I mean, the Sharks aren't in great form, who we take on this week. The Dragons, the following week against up in Cairns, and then uh, Newcastle. Well, you don't want to look past the Dragons, but I think in the run home, I think um, the Dragons or the Sharks, I mean, but look, arguably the toughest matchup we've got in the run home, I think it's the Knights. The Knights. And we've got to play them in their backyard yep. up there at um, McDonald Jones Stadium, where they are tough to beat up there. Mm. you got the likes of Ponga in the... In the Best form he's had this season. Bradman um, Best is in great form now. Bradman Best, outstanding. Um, look, uh, look, they're, they're playing. That little stint in origin. I mean, he was in good form before that, but I think he's just gone to another level. Dominic Young scored another try on the weekend. He goes to 20 tries. He's the leading try scorer. Our man AJ on 18, only two behind him after scoring three tries on the weekend. AJ, come on, son, run him down. And, and Jackson Hastings, uh, look, a really good footballer, smart. Um, he's, a, he's a real real tradesman at the number seven. Mate, the, the halves combination of Hastings and Gamble. Gamble's going unbelievable. He's a real niggler, isn't he? Yeah, Gamble? isn't he? He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a always into him. He's a dirty bus. And, and I reckon a bloke I watched a lot in the pathways for the Newcastle Knights, he was a half back then and 5'8", Phoenix Crossland's taken him a few years to find, yep. find his way, but he's one of the most improved players in the competition playing at the number nine position. Um, Phoenix Crossland are very... A durable player. He's played 73 minutes. Well, they've, no, they've had no luck, the Newcastle Knights, with their nines over the last couple of years. Bray, Braley's had a couple of oh, season-ending injuries the last couple of seasons, hasn't he? Yeah, no, he's had no luck now. We might look over to the pathways. There was a couple of pathways games today. Unfortunately, our jerky, Jersey flag side was... Um, they were really touched up by a, a player that I, I tipped his off about the other day that... Um, Talon De Silva, he carved them up today. Mm, yeah. uh, they were beaten 54 points to 14. Uh, it was a double from Aaron Macy, the Botany Ram himself. But um, other than that, not a lot to cheer about. No, it looks like their chances have gone, chaps. Uh, they've lost their last six to Jersey Flag and they've fallen off the cliff, basically. And um, it looks like their season um, probably won't go too much past the semifinals, I'd say. Unless they can win the next couple of Well, runs. they have so, to. Yeah, and they really need to turn things around. They're down to nearly second last now on the ladder, I think. And they want to be turning around real quick. But it's it's absolutely the opposite for the New South Wales Cup team, coached by Joe O'Callaghan. Um, top bloke, Joey. He, he knows what he's doing. Um, they they had a really strong forward pack. It was all led by Daniel Saluka Fafida. Um, Shaq Mitchell, outstanding through the middle of the field. All the, and then the orchestra of all that was um, the spine. Peter Mamazoulis. Um, Dean Hawkins had a great game again today. 
Um, Neon Dion, the number six, and uh, Blakey Tough. Yeah, uh, really uh, strong. Yeah, the spine was really strong, chaps. Isaac Thompson scores on his return, a similar try to that last game when he played against Western, scored that spectacular try in the corner at the Acor Stadium. He scored another one of similar type today, and uh, you said Jacob Gagai scores two tries, but I thought Talis Duncan was good as well. Yeah, he had a lot of touches, Talis Duncan, yeah. just that, that real link man, um, playing that real Cam Murray role. Yeah. He, he's, he's getting better and better every time I see him. Look, there was a real tradesman like um, back rower, Benny Lovett, kept rolling the sleeves up. Ethan O'Neill scored a nice try late off a, a short, short ball from... A really handy replacement, Shannon Gardner. But look, Brock, Brock Gray and Yaleen Gordon, when they come on, we lost yep. nothing when mm-hmm. the boys come on. Um, Brocky Gray had a big line break off a, off a, a really beautiful pass from Yaleen Gordon. Yeah, and I want to give a wrap to Matt French, who uh, scored a try today uh, in the 76th minute. Now, last week, he scored a try. Guess when he scored it? 76 minute. So the last two weeks he scored the last try of the, the match, Matt French, and a shout out to you, mate. Yep. Uh, I spoke to Bo Falloon about him. He's a good little player. He's just been doing his job, and uh, he's, when he gets an opportunity, he really takes it. Yep, I think he's been up the Queensland Cup. Some of the Queensland um, listeners would, would know a little bit more about him, but, but uh, Buddy Gordon, how could he go? Hasn't played first grade since 2011. Mm. Buddy Gordon, still plying his trade. 12 years later. Just a great clubman, isn't he? Works uh, for South Cares. Yep. Him and his wife, Alicia, um, you know, do a lot for the club, the community. And, he, yeah, he just puts his hand up and uh, plays every week. And what, what a great clubman. Yeah, what a great clubman. Um, you got a shout-out for a birthday this week, mate? Oh, yeah, my partner, Belinda. It was her birthday on the 28th. Went and had a bit of dinner last night. And, uh, yeah, no, it was good, yeah. Yeah, we had the board riders down there. One, one away from the Hawaii Five O, mate. Oh, there so you go. might be a trip on the on the cards next year. Oh, for sure. And a shout out to me, young bloke Tyler, who's playing for the Alexandria Rovers, and they made the semi-finals. Uh, who oh, well done. They'll be playing next week. I'm not sure how long since the Rovers have been in an A grade or an A grade semi-final, but yeah, shout out to them, uh, the Alexandria Rovers. Is it A reserves? A reserves, reserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, I think um, the top side in that's Larpa. I think um, South Eastern might be in it, and maybe um, mascot. the All Blacks. As I well. think mascot too. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, there'll be something to get out and and watch next week. But that might be about it, Brownie. We had a big day down there at Maribyr yesterday. Um, the NADOC Cup had a beautiful um, day with the Indigenous community of Larpa Roos and Maribyr coming together. Um, shout out to Rodney Ardlow, one of the biggest South fans. You've ever seen uh, Binter, another big South fan. They're all down there. Yeah, I've seen Big Rat and uh, seen a few photos. Yeah. Barry Channel was down there. Bustling Barry Channel, mate. Still a good surfer. Good surfer, yeah. Oh, great yeah. touch player. And James Rooster Adams, the president, put on put on another great day. And all the people you just spoke about, chaps, all mad South Sydney supporters. Oh. They love the Rabbitohs. I've seen the photo with doing the smoking ceremony. Yeah, uh, we had um, some um, dance. All the kids did little dances. Yeah, little cultural indigenous dances. Um, they were able to um, give out. We got a sponsor to make a surfboard, stretch surfboards. Shout out to you, stretch surfboards, and put a big indigenous flag on the bottom and give it out to um, a prize to Albie Campbell. It was his brother Ricky Campbell played for the Panthers there at one stage. Okay, the Campbell family. Good. I think Albie himself played reserve grade for Manly. They're both really good footballers. The Campbells. Oh, good on you, La Perouse crew. But um. Yeah, that, that might be about it, Brownie, for um, the recap edition where we're back on the horse. 
Back in the winner's circle. Position, there was doom and gloom. A couple of the fans were ready to chuck their tickets in for the season. They were talking about next year. Oh. Don't worry about next year. We're right back in the fight. We, well, go, we go over to Perth and knock off knock off the uh, the Sharkies, mate. Oh, the Dragons, sorry. And then, mate, we're, we're right back in this. Well, thing. we're in the business end of the season now, chaps. Semi-finals are only weeks away. Uh, we're... Coming off a win now, we've got to build some form. We've got to build some confidence. Uh, start playing some good footy week in, week out. Uh, we've got to buy in a couple of weeks. So, but the only game we're looking at now is next week against the Cronulla Sharks. And they just lost Dale Finucane for the season. A uh, big loss. One of the real workhorses of the NRL. Uh, unfortunately, I think his best mates have cookie. So yeah. we won't be able to come up against each other. Yeah, they're uh, struggling a bit, the Sharkies. But uh, look, don't I'm count sure. them out. No, nah, that's enough that's right. That team to, to pull your pants. Well, down. they've got the Downley M medalist uh, Nico Hines, uh, Will Kennedy. I've seen him limp off. So whether he'll be fit to play, uh, they've got a great forward pack. They've got good some, wingers. Good, yeah, good wingers, good edge back rowers, uh, Nicore and. Um, what about the Botany Ram himself? 81 oh, tackles, breaking the record. Unbelievable. Oh, I was at his debut at the SCG. I think it was happened to be John Sutton. I think John Sutton maybe broke the record for the most um, games played off uh, Bobby McCarthy at yep. the time. Um, and he made his debut that day off the bench, and I knew he was something special. Mm. A real superstar coming through the junior pathway. A real workhorse, isn't he? A pity we couldn't keep him. Uh, I think we, we grabbed Cookie and um, who else we grabbed? Robbie Farrow at the time, and it just wasn't a spot there for him. But mm. mate, I'd love to get him back. He's now turned into that real Cam Murray workhorse lock forward. Wouldn't mm. he be good in rotation with um, Cam, Jai, and him in the middle? Mm. We wouldn't get beat. Well, uh, we, I mean, we'd love to have him, but uh, obviously the salary cap, uh, we're start, yeah, starting to offload players now because we're, we've got a star-studded team, and uh, that's what happens when you have a lot of success and you're very successful on the field and uh, yeah you lose some of your players and it's just that's the way it goes it's been happening for years and it's just that's what comes with success you lose a couple of players and you got to just keep um, producing a couple of blokes through the pathways each year 100% which, we, which we have been able to do over the past few years we've seen guys like um, Davey Mowali your Davey Mowali your Tullis Duncans Benny Lovitz this year starting to get their uh, tooth into it getting a few games um, the young yep. winger Tyrone Munro mm. he looks to be um, and, and the one thing about Tyrone Munro is he's a very, very hard trainer, very hard worker, mm. and he, does, he doesn't shirk the, the dirty work um, coming out of our own end. So unfortunately, with a little hip flexor injury at the moment, he might be only a few weeks away. But, mate, I like, from what I've seen from um, big Isaac Thompson, the I-Tom, Mm. He just looks. I seen him at training the other day. It looks like he's definitely lost a couple of kilos. Yeah. He looks lighter. I watched him today. A little bit quicker. Yeah, I've seen that. Score one of I those know. classic tries. He scores, relieves the ground, and yeah. most of his body's out, and he, he plants it yeah. down. But yeah, hey, we spoke about that try. But like you just said, chaps, he. I thought he looked a little bit leaner, a little bit quicker over the ground. A uh, couple of his carries, he was sort of like charging into the line and. Yeah, well, like, who knows? But uh, Tane... We could have three people fighting for a spot. Um, Tyrone. Tane Mills has been outstanding the last oh, two Oh, he's been, he's been unbelievable. Very underrated. Um, Tomo's... Look, he's, he's one or two games back. He won't be far away. Mm. Uh, he's, a, he's a... Every time he plays for New South Wales Cup, he scores a try every week. Yeah, and you have a look at all the successful teams that have won the premierships over the last few years. They go into the finals and they go into the, the big games with healthy squads. F- players fighting... For positions, the Penrith, the last couple of years, they, they've had hardly any injuries. 
over the last couple of years. Well, they just won about every grade. Was it last year yep, or the year before? That's right. And, you know, you've got to have a full roster to do that. And uh, that's what we're starting to get back now. There's only We've only got a couple of players who are injured, Tyrone Munro, um, Junior, um, yeah. who I can think off the top of my head. They're the only two players out at the moment. Cheeks. Cheeks could oh, be cheek, too far cheek away. Cheekham, yeah. yeah so there you go. We'll see. But... Um, that might be all she wrote here on, on the recap edition of Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. We'll see you for the midweek session. Up the mighty Rabbitohs. Go the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs.